Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's as we study through the Old Testament. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. This is Daniel Hodson. And Daniel Hodson. Thanks for being with us today as we look at Proverbs chapter 20. We're towards the end of the chapter in verses 27 and 28 in our study on authentic wisdom. It says, The spirit of the man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. Steadfast love and faithfulness preserve the king, and by steadfast love, his throne is upheld. Yeah. You know, the first thing I checked is, um, so I'm reading it on my Bible app, and there's these little three dots after the spirit. Okay. And it, it says it also could mean the breath. And I thought that was really interesting. First of all, that... Two things that I think of as very different, spirit and breath, could be translated interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it, it's got me thinking, you know, because when the first thing I thought of, you know, it says the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. I thought, you know, when we accept Christ, our spirit comes to life. Mm-hmm. And that's going to start shining light on the rest of our being that needs to be made, you know, Christ-like and be Mm -hmm. brought into being sanctified. But then the breath of man is a lamp of the Lord. I feel like that could go a very different way. It's like the breath of man, because, you know, it was the breath of God that brought life into man. And so maybe it's just... Maybe it's something bigger than just our spirit coming to life in us. Maybe it's as we speak his word, as we're breathing out his spirit into the creation that we're a part of, we're bringing his spirit back to life and into that. I I don't know. I'm just thinking here. Yeah, no, I'm here. Like I'm trying... I hear what you're saying. That's really interesting. Or like as we breathe in his life oh, sure, yeah. into us. Even better. Um, and that that is what brings light to the dark places in our hearts. And mm-hmm. the other thing, something I thought of when you said this, is the spirit of the man is the lamp of the Lord. That it's through our spirit that we are transformed Yes. by, by his power. Like we need to engage. We are pastor teaches us from the word of god we are spirit soul and body three parts but we our soul which is our mind our will and our emotions um, that is how we slowly become more like him in our sanctification and our daily choices and our becoming more holy becoming more christ-like and in our mind you know we want to transform our thoughts to think more like him um, in our body, we want to take <laughs> to be in control of that. Yeah. But it is through the spirit that we 
are transformed. That it's not just, we can't just put the stuff in our brains. Right. We can't just put the stuff in our feelings. Like right. the gospel, I think a lot of times the gospel, thankfully, has a lot to do with our emotions. That it, it, it can help us when we're afraid. It can give us peace uh, when we're stressed. It can heal brokenness when there's been abuse. It also has a lot to do with our minds, right? The, the incredible wonders in awe and majesty of God in his word and in his world have a lot to offer also our mind but that's not where where the 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 beginning the eternal work. yeah the, that's a good way to put it the beginning work in the eternal mm-hmm. part is transformed through our spirit the yeah. spirit of the man is the lamp of the lord lamp shines in dark places yep and we don't always like that. Like, you know, if someone comes over, you're like, oh, please, like, don't go in that closet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take your coat for you. Um, <laughs> you know, like we all have those parts of our life where we don't realize the vacuum doesn't get under the dresser <laughs> or whatever. But in our metaphorically speaking in our lives, but the Lord searches that out and he does it not to expose us to shame Mm -hmm. but to shine light on it to clean it and to bring us health and healing and hope and in life yeah and it's out of that that we can start building onto it in a healthy way and you know you you start with the spirit and then you go and and the soul the, the mind will and emotions start being restored and the body follows Mm. um when you get it in line it's done the right way Mm. but but when you start trying to seek after god through works or intellectually oh my goodness it's out of whack and that's when you start getting into works you start getting into pride because you can learn a lot about god and not know anything about him well scripture says knowledge pops up yeah yep that's why We've got to do it the right way. You got to start with the Spirit. Well, you have to you have to start in in the Word of God and let that start rebuilding you from the inside out, quite literally. And in that way, we can start being a healthy version of what God wants us to be. And let our spirit, as we come under submission of the cross and His Word and His transforming power, then lead our mind, mm-hmm. our will, our emotions, and our body to Into him. proper submission, yeah. I really like how you said that right order is not our body first. Like, we don't start doing things, and that's what leads us to salvation. I mean, sometimes, like, in obedience, we have to, yeah. right? Like, I don't, maybe we don't feel like whatever, the fill in the blank yep. is for that right thing, and we just have to yeah. do it anyways, but that's i think we're more that's more like habits instead of like being safe and and that doesn't mean that god can't use those intellectual pursuits right right, because there are so many people that went to disprove the existence of god and and found him um or people that grew up just works 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 god can still restore that and god Mm -hmm. can still redeem that because he cares so deeply for us. Mm-hmm. But to it's that spirit man 
that's mm-hmm. going to point us in such a lovingly healthy way to the cross of Christ. Mm, that's good. I heard something you just said reminded me of something I heard last week, um, and it was it's so it's such an interesting, powerful, promising thought. There's nothing that God can't redeem. Amen. Um, in our lives, in these innermost parts, that that Proverbs is talking about, or maybe things like we don't want, that we're ashamed of, that we wish didn't happen, that we wish we didn't choose, that didn't happen to us, um, things that we regret, things we would have done differently, more wisely, mm-hmm. less foolishly, yeah. like authentically. Yep. And yet there's nothing that God can't redeem. He works all things for the good according to his glory. And so he's, I think that's just encouragement to me, to you, to mm-hmm people listening with us today like he's the creator of the universe there's nothing that he cannot take and miraculously amazingly in his goodness use for his glory Um, not that he wanted those things Mm -hmm. you know of some bad things he's not he's a good father yeah but i think that that's a really uh, interesting, encouraging thought. Yeah, and let's never underestimate his creativity because I know I like having things planned out and we're going to do this, right. this, and this, but God is so creative mm-hmm. and to to rest in that and to be open to how the adventure of following Christ is going to unfold throughout your journey. Mm-hmm. That's interesting and good. This this Proverbs, um, when I first read it, what immediately popped into my head was 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, in verse 9, it says, This is what the scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was revealed... But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except through that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so that we can know the wonderful things God has freely given to us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just interesting because that the proverb is talking about God searching our innermost parts. But here Paul is saying that because the Holy Spirit, this life, that Mm -hmm. breath has now come into us, we can also search God's heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that passage. And it makes me so sad when people stop at the first part of it. People are really good at quoting, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no thought has imagined, and they stop there. But if you keep going on, it says, but but because we are with Christ, his spirit searches out on our behalf, and we can have the the mysteries of the universe be made known, Mm -hmm. and we can have the mind of God searched out on our behalf. And that's good. There's so much hope in that. And it points back to what you said before about how there's nothing that he can't redeem. Because we have access to the mind of God, to that 
infinitely creative mind of God we have access to by the spirit that dwells in us mm-hmm. when we recognize our position in Christ in humility mm-hmm. because knowing that it is it's not by our works that we're saved it's by his act when we humbly accept that that's powerful because God can redeem everything. When he steps into your life, when he steps into my life, he, he can redeem all of those moments that I wish I could take back. All of those words that I, I spoke in anger and frustration and pride, mm. all of that can be redeemed in that creative work of his breath of his spirit Mm. that's really good the last verse of chapter 2 says who can know the Lord's thoughts because he has these thoughts Mm -hmm. who can know them how do we do that right who can know the Lord's thoughts who knows enough to teach him and then Paul says but we understand these things for we have the mind of Christ so in our being with him the Lord gives us his heart and his mind it it's in almost incomprehensible (laughs) Mm -hmm. to believe that jesus christ the son of god who is sitting at the right hand of the father in heaven shares willingly his thoughts with us and right now and he's interceding for us yeah so he is interceding for you praying with you and wanting to redeem redeem us amen wow let's pray let's pray god we thank you for your goodness we thank you that it is your spirit that breathes life into ours that it is the redemptive work on your behalf that allows us the opportunity to come to you um help us to Humbly accept your grace, your salvation, your son, and by that, your spirit and your redemptive work. Help us to search for you throughout our week, to celebrate you and when we encounter you, to talk about you, and to just enjoy being your children. We love you, Jesus. And we thank you for this week. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.